Welcome back to Don't Cast and Drive. This is your speaker person, sometimes V. I got a very special, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm good friends with this guy. He's, he's yes. dope. He's dope as hell. Um, we have Grayson, previously Nightwing, <laughs> here, here with us today. Uh, I, we wanted to take this opportunity to really uh, catch him before he starts to release a new project. Correct? Yes. Yeah, so tell me, tell me what you've been up to. I mean, I, I got a lot of things I want to ask you about this project, but first just tell me how you are. I mean, it's been COVID. It's been a nightmare. Like what's, what's up? Um, despite 2020 being a very difficult year for earth, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been kind of having a fantastic year. Um, basically I've, I've been blessed to have my twins um, on on May 25th, and they came out well. Um, my girlfriend didn't leave with any type of ailment or anything. She came out okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the place that I was living in, that I'm living in now, is basically my family's house. I have it now, um, as well as... Um, basically finding a new batch of, of a fan base and YouTube has not only like spiked my subscriber count, minutes, watched, views, et cetera, and streams, et cetera. Um, it's also like giving me a new, um, another resolve to keep making music yeah. outside of the album. Um, and keep dropping content. Oh, because usually, like, you met me when I was Nightwing, but the name before Nightwing was Maverick the Ronin. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Oh, boy. Is he, uh, you just woke him up. Bro. Because um, I put I my change kids those to sleep. Di- change those no, diapers, I, don't you? <laughs> I, I, put, I, put, I put both of them to sleep, and one of them woke up, but the three-year-old, I think he woke him up, and I'm... I'm like, hey, okay. if one of them needs to come over here, that's okay. Just bring them over. <laughs> See how yeah, he's doing. Give me, one, give me two seconds. I got you. Yeah, no worries. I'll ad lib. What's up, right, everyone? Right. So, like, while Grayson's going to do some daddy duties, we're going to have a baby on the stream, which is going to be great. I'm sure he's going to be super cute and adorable and is going to look exactly like him. Um, yeah, in the meantime, I'm really happy to get together with him. Like his new project coming out called Libra Libra Complex. It's a whole new album. It's kind of lesser on the the nerdcore um, themes that are often with the with uh, the nerdcore community. Typically, with nerdcore music, uh, you often hear uh, you know parodies on your favorite anime characters like Goku, or you hear your favorite characters such as um, you know Hunter and Hunter or um, Doro Doro Hidoro. Though I haven't heard a Doro Hidoro rap yet, so I think that might be a good there's, challenge for anybody who comes up next. But actually, yeah, for, there is one. There is one. I'm there is one. Oh, you gotta show it to me. Yeah, I'll link you to it. I think I think either this dude Schwabity did it or kind of quest or they're on the same song doing it, but I gotta I gotta look it up. I I, I definitely know there's one, but I didn't even get to finish watching it. But I know there's a song. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, cause that anime was fire. I loved just the overarching themes. There was a lot of like. Um, Alice in Wonderland themes to it, but it was very dark. It was very like gruesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a couple things. I, I did notice that some of the other content that you, that you released, such as the Saint Saya, um, mm-hmm. 
uh, Cypher, which was awesome. And then you also recently uh, collaborated with, I believe, Game Boy Jones on his Dragon Ball Z Cypher, which caught a lot of eyes. Like your your persona in that in that rap was Yajirobe, which was awesome because no one wants to be Yajirobe when I feel yeah, like friends, yeah. but you it, did him justice. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm, thank you for that. Um, me and Game Boy Jones met on um, Facebook because um, he added me because he knew a colleague of mine named L.A. Dub Z because mm-hmm. um, they're both from Ohio. So I already asked him a while back, like, hey, would you like to work on a song? I didn't know how big he was on YouTube like that. I just knew he dropped music. Yeah. And we worked on a song with Diggs the Prophecy called Into the Spider-Verse, which Diggs just dropped that video for that, um, I think, sometime last week or this week. So. Yeah. I already asked him a while, like, hey, can you, we want to work together and do something? Like, I, if you, I got a track, you know, give me an email. But, you know, time constraints between us, you know, it, it just didn't get to that. Right, so right. what happened really, which is kind of the start of the YouTube journey as I'm in now, is he asked me to get onto his homunculus cipher. And he asked me to be King oh, Bradley. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, you were King Bradley. That was yeah. so good. I was like, yes, yes. I'm and so it was, glad you did and, that. And I felt honored because it's like, out of all the homunculus, I was like, I would really like King Bradley, like out of all of them. So it was like, all right, I'm going a, I'm to a do me. And it came out the way it came out. And I was still Nightwing at the time. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Game Boy Jones cipher came around. And I had a choice between some people. It was like Chaozu, Yajirobe, mm-hmm. and someone else. And I was like, damn, I can't get a sand. And he's like, then, you know, to be honest, he's like, I know whatever character you're going to do, you're going to wipe the floor with it because I know you know the content. And I'm like, e- either, either you capping right now or you telling the truth. <laughs> either way, I like it. So... I picked Yajirobe specifically for the fact of like, all right, I always say slash. Yeah. And I think I could do a good eight bar. And and I and I delivered because um I knew if the fact that he had Yajirobe, I kind of figured like you're gonna have a lot of characters in this cipher. Yeah, yeah. So I I did that specifically to show off on that aspect. And it did help out. Then afterwards. Ah, but um and then basically none like joshua hit me up yeah uh, because we've worked before we've we've worked on a song um for fighting for the realms that was on the og playlist of called fighting for the realms it was a mortal kombat themed project for celebration of mortal kombat 11 coming out and the dlc coming out um so he hit me back up to do a jojo cypher and the first one i think we did golden wind first mm-hmm. and i was mista in that one and i got in the really like i got to really rap really fast for the eight bars that mm-hmm. is usually not seen mm-hmm. you only see it in spurts in certain verses and certain things if yeah, i feel you like typically it typically don't rap super fast like none like joshua has a fast tongue like yeah, I, i've heard him like just like I'm like I don't even know what you're saying just rhythmically you're just accurate <laughs> yeah yeah um and basically 
um that's i i kind of delivered on that aspect and then he was doing a season four which i like season four or part four i love part mm -hmm. four out of all, all of them to be honest um so i asked him if i could be in that one he said yeah so I was okuyasu mm -hmm. so i did that one and i i did pretty much very well and then it led to a lot of people looking into what i was doing which prompted me to write like really like okay <coughs> sorry thank you thank you um that baby just took your whole ass sneeze <laughs> no no i have it on my arm he i made sure he didn't get caught by the way everybody um for those who don't know this is grayson my son um funny enough he got my name like a day after i changed mine because i put it on facebook Look how intrigued he is. Like, look yeah. at him. He's just been staring at the camera the whole time. And yeah, I just want like, to touch his little cheeks. He's so yeah. cute. He's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 like my mini me. He he's usually asleep, but he woke up. So it's like, okay, let's do this. He's like, Dad's busy. Oh, it's time. Yeah, like, it's time <laughs> to wake up. Yeah, because I'm looking like is the other one, yep. The other one is up. He's a little <laughs> more fussy. Let me go get him real fast and I'll be right back. Yeah, no, that's okay. Okay. Wait, let me go to wife. <laughs> oh man, daddy duties. Gotta change diapers. You gotta make sure they don't grab your hair. You gotta make sure they got a diaper on. You gotta make sure they don't poop up at their back. I don't have kids, so I don't know what to do. Oh, he's double fisting the babies. Oh my God, two babies. We got two babies. Okay. How is he gonna get his headphones on? I am so excited to see how he can juggle this. I, I cannot believe this. We got cameo of two babies. Okay. Yes. We got Grayson and Abel. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I gotta get the. All right. Perfect. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, they were. Like, they we want to be popular things. too, Dad. We're ready. <laughs> yeah, they gonna. Yeah, people love them online. It's crazy. Like I tell you, I just show pictures because it's like funny moments, and I'm really like enjoying. I really love being a dad. Like everyone's always told me, like, you're gonna be a good dad, and it's like, yeah, I believe you. But then it's like when I seen them, they just they just show me what joy really is. And and Abel here, he's he's like because you you've known you've seen me. So the goofy side is Abel. He laughs, he smiles a lot. He just woke <laughs> up, so you know he's kind of like figuring out what's going on. Gray <laughs> is the quiet one. When I'm trying to look at everything and figure things out, he's like more serious. But he like smirks and grins at certain things, you know. But I, I see I see me in both of them, and it makes me like extremely happy. Oh, they are, they are too cute. Yeah. yeah. I love their little lips and their little cheeks. Yeah, they're yeah. so wide awake. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. So let me, let me, let me spare you. So that way we can actually talk about your project. So I'm no, assuming obviously. Like, you know, I could, I could do this, you know, it's no problem. They, <laughs> I know they're fed, so they're good. And I changed their diaper before the interview. So they're probably just up chilling. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get those like head bobs where they're just going to be rocking. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're already like pre-scrapping already. Gray, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gray be popping shots at him, and Abel just like takes it because Abel's bigger than Gray, but Gray's like braver. 
<laughs> okay, so I want to talk about a few of the songs on your album as much as I want to cover all of it because it's all pretty fire. But first of all, like, I was so confused when I was like listening to it first. I'm like, why is the intro in the middle? So I clicked. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, so I clicked the intro first, and oh my god, it was good. It was like in your face, like kind of reminded me of Kendrick a little bit. Um, but I also really liked the overdubs on the voices. Like it was like really, really good. Like, so you want to tell me a little bit about that and why it's more in the middle instead of at the beginning? Right. So the file that I sent you, I sent it to you before I got the chance to actually make the track list because okay. I was still in the between that. So the intro is the intro. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the intro is also titled Grayson, like it's self-titled because I just like, this is the introduction to Grayson, I think, like officially. Because I know Vibes in the 545 I put out as Grayson, but that was more of a reminiscent me talking about the vibes that I had in the past and, and, and things of being an otaku, et cetera, and being from Brooklyn, et cetera. Mm -hmm. That's why the feel of that project is what it is. But I feel like currently, Libra Complex 2 is the new chapter that I am in now to sonically, to skill-wise, to content, everything all around. Mm -hmm. So that's why I titled it Grayson when I finally did do the uh, the track list. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was great. Like one of my favorite lines of in it was like, what's the point of a movement when no one is moving? Like <laughs> that hit me so hard because like there's a lot of... Um, how I kind of related to that line is like, you know, self-motivation, obviously, but then there's also a lot of like, there's a new term out there now called performative politics mm, and really? where people will spout things about um, Breonna Taylor or will spout things about the Black Lives Matter movement, but in real life, they're really not about it. They're just doing it to get clout online. I, I, um, and, I what's it called again? Performative politics. Performative politics. I love that. That. I was looking for a word. I should have just Googled it. That is perfect. Because if anything, that would have been a, if I didn't already say it on some part of the album without knowing it, mm -hmm. that is something I've been dealing with on a personal level seeing mm -hmm. because of everything that happened with the Black Lives Matter movement throughout, not just this year, but throughout. And mm -hmm. me being home, because as you know, you know how I am. So it's like, I'm, I'm up front with what I stand for. Mm -hmm. And protecting Black women I stand for, protecting people in general I stand for. Mm -hmm. I'm not cool with what happened at all with any of the issues that are like George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. I feel like there's way too many names already. This mm -hmm. year alone. And it, it, it did suck that it was like I had to be home, but I had to be home to make sure that my kids are okay. Mm -hmm. It's a different thought pattern of when you're single, you're just a single man and you're like, yo, I'm going to just go out. And then like someone pull up on me, I'm going to do what I have to do until it's like, all right, I can't risk me being out the picture because mm -hmm. I have to be here for them so they can have a better future. Exactly. So, but it's also like looking online and seeing, because you know I pop my shit, I talk my shit here and there. But you know, it's a it's a different situation when I see people 
and this is me personally, this is my personal debate. I see people speaking on this because it's a hot topic, not because they really care. And you can tell just by the way they're talking and, and, the, and the alternative facts they're spewing. Yeah. Hey, Grayson, real quick, fix your mic so I can hear you a little bit. You're kind of fading out on me. Okay. Let me get it closer. Yeah. You're all good. Can you hear me better? Try again. Can you hear me now? Yeah, a little better. Yeah. Okay. Let me just turn up my gain and then maybe that'll help. Is that helping? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. But yeah, so like performative politics. Um okay. But um that's my that's my oldest. But um <laughs> yeah, so performative politics is like something I've been dealing with and seeing and me, you know, I always like voice it because it's kinda like you know, there's some like like there's there's people that would like that would try to get at like oh trans oh nah you're just women and i'm like yo do you really care about this topic or are you just trying to be a troll right now i'm like because people i'm like people will die for this topic you're not so like yeah don't speak on it like mm -hmm. this is not your place to talk about it this is not the time or i forgot what state did it but it was like women can't get abortions at all it was like bro don't don't speak on it it's not it's not a space like, unless you're a father in this situation, don't even speak on it. Like, just Yeah, and, and I think what's also good in, in those concerns is that it's, if men speak on it, right, it's more so like, dude, we're, we can speak on this, but it needs to be in support of what, what is in favor for these women, like what's healthy for their bodies. Like, you know, you can't just say, oh, abortion doesn't make sense. It's not what God wants, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it's, it's bigger than that. Like, you know, women have to get on birth control to help with the bleeding every month, or women have to get on birth birth control to help regulate their hormones. Or some women get hysterectomies because they have to get it removed because they're having too many um, uh, cancer cells in their uterus. Like, so it's a lot of things that are damaging our bodies. And since, you know, we're evolving in, into a new culture where women are having babies later, so our bodies are trying to figure ourselves out. Like, when are you supposed to have babies? So that also comes with implications. Um, and so like, we're just trying to find different ways to adapt to that new culture. Um, and so, yeah, like for men to try to say like, oh, we have, we know the best idea for a woman's body. It's like, but you're not a woman. Like you don't, you don't live in this every single day of your life. You can go to sleep without having to worry about bleeding the next morning. Yeah. And then they throw God into it. Like the irony of throwing God into it, where it's like, wait, the fact you having a baby, most of y'all doing it out of wedlock. So what are you throwing God? Are we really going to go into that conversation? So, you know, none of their business. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like a lot of, a lot of situations. Cause there's, I'm lucky enough to have a good amount of friends that they're informative they're 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 trying to learn so like there's been times i was like i was aggravated i post on facebook and i'm like yo if you if you were mc and you on you on the caucasian side or you not of color and you not speaking on this assume anything i'm saying in the next few months ripen wise i'm talking about you and if you have an issue, we can handle that. And then me, luckily, I have a, a good fan base and a good amount of people where they ask, well, okay, why can't I say this? And I explain it to them because it's like, hey, listen, this is why. Mm -hmm. Like, this is why is this. This is why is that. This is why. And if it's a problem for you, then that's the issue too. Mm -hmm. and, and 
you know, they get, they I usually get an understanding. I usually don't really get a big argument out of it unless it's someone like, well, you know, but the, the, like, it's, it's like, no, you don't care. You're just bored right now. It doesn't hit you like it hit us because mm-hmm. especially now having a child, like, or children in general, it's mm-hmm. like me, uh, an attached fear is, I ho- I pray to God this doesn't come to my kids when they grow up. Right. Like I pray that I can get them in, in, in some type of situation where the the percentage of them dealing with anybody that wants to harm them for their skin color is out the way. And, yeah. You know, people other people don't feel the same. They don't have the same fear. They they have different politics. They be playing for Facebook and Instagram and Twitter so they can sell their music because then they just drop a conscious song and then months later when everything cools down they go back to doing the normal abc bullshit that they normally yeah sorry for cursing no it's it's exactly that um so like no it's exactly that like people are just gonna go right back into their own rhythms without being like oh well the news is still going but whatever but it's also like very good to make sure like you know when your kids are growing up and and I'm sorry if this sounds like unsolicited advice but like also keep them equipped for what the world may present them. Like it's always like the downside like I grew up where my mom tried to hide a lot of these like sad things all the time. Oh no. Oh no, I didn't mean to say sad for you to cry, baby. <laughs> Yeah, you can take a minute if you need to. I actually want to talk about a couple more songs if you, if you don't mind. Yeah, he's a thumb sucker. So when he gets a thumb, he like chills out. Oh, yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, so yeah, he's probably going to pass out in my arms. So in the song, um, so for all the time, mm. uh, Really appreciate the orchestral fanfare at the beginning. That was who was your producer, by the way, because that was too that was too clean. See now with that one, it's it's a funny thing of how that came about. Oh, buddy, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I know, I gotta talk about it, bro. I know, I know, I know. It's hot, it's hot. But um, basically, um. All the time was originally a different beat, and it was just my first verse. And the beat was uh, original beat was made by uh, Scotty Royal. And okay. Then I passed it to uh, Farsight, who mixed the whole album, and he heard it and got inspired to make the beat that you heard. Mm-hmm. He he to me I, I when I hear it I think it's heroic, like yeah. he added a heroic feel to the album that I didn't know I needed and I other than him I wouldn't know where to find it. Um so basically um when he done that and he added his verse it just he just made it so much more than what I originally had. Mm-hmm. But yeah it's like he he was the producer of that one and he mixed the whole album. And the reason why he, I decided to get him to mix the whole, whole album, aside from A.O. Lyrical, um, who usually mixes my other projects, mm-hmm. um, is because Farsight mixed Libra Complex 1 like years ago. I think it's four years now. So uh, I wanted him to mix the sequel because I, I just felt like it was only right. 
because his mixing style is so different to me that um it was it it just it just seemed right and it yeah. came out exactly the way I wanted it if not beyond it so yeah yeah because when I heard that like I was like oh shit okay I see him with this orchestral shit coming through like I'm always a fan of like any rap artist who'll have like orchestral um excerpts into their in their song I'm not even sure where it was from to be honest because I know I I recognize that as not a traditional uh, excerpt but yeah it was really really cool I think another person who's done that before was like Rocky Tirade and his album, The Dichotomy of a Rocky Tirade. And so like when he did that, I was like, whoa. And then when you did that, I'm like, whoa. So it's, it's catching on. So I'm like really glad that there's always like some sort of nod to like old music um, or even like like pure instrumentals uh, to kind of decorate what your project can be. Um, so gosh, I, I'm talking about all these songs like out of order. I just had so many things to no, say. I, yeah, I like, really my, loved that's it. Definitely, that's definitely my fault and I apologize for that. <laughs> most albums um i basically like i usually get the tracks and i got it back at a time where it's like right, i want to give people who have platforms and blogs and things that want to talk about the album mm -hmm. enough time to get it done by the time the album drops or maybe within that week that way it won't mess up their schedule for whatever else they might have planned you know so right. i truly appreciate you even having me on here for us to talk about it and even you liking it makes me happy about it because you're you know you're you're a good friend of mine so if my good friends like my music and what <laughs> i've created and what i've worked on it makes me happy inside so i appreciate it yeah i think you're beyond the part of your life where you don't you don't uh create trash so <laughs> yeah, i try i try you know it's like I it's like I, I can talk all the trash in the world saying like, yo, I'm really dope and da da da, but there's always a level that can go beyond. So I'm always about progressing, which I think this album's shown the progression I've made since the last project I put out. So speaking of talking trash, um, Storm the Gates almost felt like a diss track, almost. Um, it. I could say it is, but it's not towards a person. It's mm -hmm. it's more towards, at first, the energy of it came towards Nerdcore. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. but then it kind of evolved into just rapping in general because the the iron, irony of it is the story. Oh, mate. No, I'm sorry. It's not Storm the Gates. I meant says a lot. I think it's the song says a lot. Well, yeah. yeah so, says a lot. Yeah, says a lot. Sounds like a diss. It's not a diss to anyone either. It's just that one is just me. It's me talking shit because, like, as an MC from where I'm at and from where I'm from in Brooklyn, it's kind of like, like we just we just talk shit. And at the same time, <laughs> I mean, I completely mean what I say. It's just also like I see you know local rappers, people online I've dealt with whether I'm cool with them or not, you know, there's, there's times I've seen things where they get one big opportunity and they start bragging on it and they kind of downplay other things because they got the blessing that they got. And I'm not hating on them. I'm happy that they're moving. It's just a situation of, well, you're saying this now, but like you didn't perform in the last year. That, that says a lot. Mm -hmm. a lot to me drop a song that says a lot to me now in, 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 in true, like in in realness for me 
even with these two right now mm-hmm. having an interview about the album I created mm-hmm. while my girlfriend was pregnant while I was taking care of her and taking care of business. Mm-hmm. I dropped songs every two weeks at minimum to to YouTube for my fans to listen to while taking care of these kids, while having a full-time job and having overtime a lot. This is like the first weekend I didn't have overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still perform because I gotten to perform last weekend. Yeah. So me, I'm in that boat where like I feel like I'm I'm from the cloth of Pradesh, I'm from the cloth of Rand mm-hmm. and IQ. So me, it's like when I see someone say something, most of the time I don't say nothing. But in my rapping form, it's like, all right, I'm gonna speak on it because it's in my heart. So yeah. really like if you're gonna be talking trash and acting pompous and acting like a dick or or trying to charge people a verse when you do not have any type of draw at all on any platform at all outside or online, it says a lot. So mm-hmm. for those who might see this interview or watching right now on Twitch, um, and other people might feel some type of way, hey man, they can holler at me, they can just talk to me, or they can diss me back. I'm not. I'm not initially dissing anybody in particular mm-hmm. on that song, but um, basically, I just I just wanted to like pop my shit because that's also a part of me of who I am. Right, right. No, that that was like a lot because I was just like that says a lot. Uh, what like one of the lines that you were saying is like get mad that you're playing. That says a lot. Like it's just it reminds me of a lot of like situational things that I I've even like been in. So it's like. Yeah. I relate to this a lot. Um, and then lastly, cause we have about like 10 minutes left. I just want to kind of close up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in dream mm-hmm. that, that, um, reference to Kian, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're talking about, we just finished our, our third panel for Mag West, um, that he started. And when I heard that, I was like, dude, thank you. Like, I, I don't even want to say thank you. I want to, somehow like just appreciate the fact that you know we that that man stays in our hearts like he did a really like fantastic job of making us feel seen and trying to trying to get us into platforms that where uh other other spaces would try to like knock us out and so like yeah when you put that in there i was like oh my gosh like vic and sarah need to hear this like it 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 was so good yeah it's it's like Kian has, me and Kian has, like, like, he's been a really, really very supportive friend of mine. And to the point of, like, getting me to Mad West and getting me to California for the first time, like, a reason of going to California. Because I could I could have flown to California any moment. Mm-hmm. But I wanted a reason to go to California. And mm-hmm. he gave me that reason and facilitated it even after his passing, he still like helped me out, and it, it Bob. It's like it, it. I'm not gonna lie. Like it still hurts me on a level that he's not here, and mm-hmm. it, it kind of like it, it. It makes me sad, but I know he's in a better place. And it makes me sad because it's like, damn, bro. I, I I wish he could see these two. I wish I could talk to him about being a father. I wish we could joke about like the fact that I got twins like just just everything you know like so Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that 
I wanted to pay my respects, not the only one time, but like I just it just was in my heart and I just wanted to say it because of the fact being that that man has helped out a lot of people, mm-hmm. has opened doors for a lot of people for a mission that kind of correlates with Storm the Gate, but in the sense of like us as people of color, people that are different, people that are not the normal, they look like Keanu Reeves, you know, they're they're nerds too. They're people like the the proverbial look for a nerd that everyone assumes it what it is is not even the average it's the minimal and we we as us like we have to represent our people and learn about people also representing themselves in these spaces because the whole fact of a nerd is that we were getting bullied and, and bothered and we had to fight so really we shouldn't even have to fight for inclusion on something that like it's a space made for us to be there and it's only in him to me he's a legend in what he's done and what he's always been doing and you know i just i just wanted to pay my respects you know the best way i know how the way i know he would be happy about yeah you really helped him like live forever and and that's the thing like yeah he he like you were saying he opened up so many doors to folks and like I wish he can see how he's really manifested his influence in different folks um, because we all haven't forgotten. Like the rap nerd hasn't forgotten. AO lyrical hasn't forgotten. I haven't forgotten. Um, and so it, it, it's just, and even Mag West hasn't forgotten. Like I'll, I'll even like talk to them about like the panel and they're like, yes, of course we're going to continue doing this panel. Like this is important. And so Um, it's just really, it's just really nice that, um, he's really, his impact really shows. Um, and I wish he can see that, but like, like you're saying, we all know he's in a better place in a place without pain. And, um, and like the best we can do is just hopefully continue our, our dreams the way that he tried to open those doors for us. Um, but yeah, like when I heard that, like, I just, I just literally like, I almost started crying because we just finished this panel and like it was the panel itself too was emotional, even on a virtual level. Um, because you know, that we're, we were his friends, but there's still family who is still grieving, um, till this day. Um, and so that pain manifests differently for them than does for us. Um, so yeah, like I just yeah, I think I think this album is gonna be fantastic. I think it's gonna do super well. Um like you said, you're gonna release it on October 10th, which is your birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> which I'm sure everyone tries to sing to you every year. <laughs> I don't know. It actually does <laughs> No one gives you the Stevie Wonder suit. Oh my gosh. No, really? I'll be I'll be like usually on my birthday weekend i would do the star city showcase in my town and do a show but obviously this year is like nah like i'm just like i'm not gonna risk doing that it doesn't make sense i do it next year um and and you know i'm just having close friends with me gonna play games gonna eat gonna chill gonna have a good time and you know i was telling my girlfriend i'm happy going into my 30s with everything I've had, mm-hmm. everything I've gotten, because I feel like 
I've gotten everything I've wanted. Like I got, I got these my my boys here. I've gotten my my the love of my life. I got I got her boys. I got my family. I got my place. I got my job. Um, I got my music still, you know, and and I gotten a bunch of people that care about me and and care about what's going on with me. And I'm talking about you, yeah. But, I know, um, like care about me though. Yeah, he's tired. He's just fussy. He's tired. No, it's okay. It's just funny. Yeah, because like it's like when people talk about them, you know, they're like, "Yo, man, how is it?" And I'm like, "Yo, is it hard?" I'm like, "Like not not really the word hard. It's it's like yeah, I gotta do a lot, but I don't care because it's for them and it makes me happy. Like changing diapers, them throwing up on me, I just laugh. Like I." Like, damn, bro, you went, you went ham in your diaper. All right, let's do this. Let's clean you up. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You want some milk? All right, let's get the oatmeal in it. You know, mm-hmm. oh, it was 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm up watching My Hero movie anyway. So, like, <laughs> they're watching it with me. It, and it makes me excited and happy for what we're doing, for what I'm doing, what my girl is doing, for mm-hmm. my family helping. And, and, I'm, and now I want to m- get my music to a newer level because I have a new resolve to make sure that they're good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's such a great outlook. And I think that's a great, I mean, it wasn't advice, but this is such a good segment here on how to be a dad and how to be like a dad with new babies. Cause like you said, like your other two sons, they're a little bit older. So you didn't really get to see their super baby stage. I'm assuming. No, I I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. So this is your turn, (laughs) you know, and you're being a great father to four boys. Like you're doing amazing. So anyway, um, tell tell us uh, tell us about Libra Project when it's coming out again. Just to reiterate for those who probably missed that part. Cool. So uh, Libra Complex Two will be dropping on my birthday, October tenth, this Saturday. If you are catching this after that pack, then it came out already, October tenth, the past Saturday. Um, it will be on all streaming sites. It is also on my Bandcamp, which is Grayson.bandcamp.com. Um, you spell Grayson G-R-3-Y-S-0-N So Grayson.bandcamp.com um, Where else can they find you? Um, you guys can find me can Find me on Twitch uh, Twitch.tv Slash Grayson G-N-A-G Do not put a space or an underscore It's all one word um, You can find me on Instagram I am Grayson You can find me on Twitter I am Grayson if you would like to find me on Facebook, it's still Nightwing slash Mav, because Facebook is trash. I'm not really on there like that. But if you if you really have to, you can find me on there. You can also find me on YouTube. You can just type in Grayson, and you'll find my music. And all streaming sites, Grayson. And I think that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and so coming to a close, uh, my name is Sometimes V. You are listening to Don't Cast and Drive, the Nerdcore interview segment of uh, my podcast. Uh, you guys could always find me at Don't Cast and Drive on Facebook. You can follow me at Begins Like This on Twitter, um, as well as Instagram. So this interview will be published on the 9th, which will be tomorrow. And we'll go from there. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thank you. 
Sonic told me to get him. Bolo told me to hit him. Robin told me to kick him before I get back to dinner. My brothers are all behind me. I will accomplish the mission. Cock, cock the beating and flip it. My lyrics is always wicked. I just finished my tour. Cock, cock, cock the lady to store. Feeling like player one. I know you heard it before. Popping, popping up at the venues. I'm selling merch at the store. Who would have would have thought I'm making a nerve core? This is draw. Put, 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 you know I'm still at NC. Rapid fire bars. I'm blasting off at your whole team. Extendo on the side. The clip never is empty. Ether when I spit, I reload on the MP. Started as a Ronin and turned Vigilant T. Hopping off the roof, this hero shit you can't beat. Gotta go hard, I do it all for my family. About to be a father, I'm making sure that my kids eat. So if you are in the way, then I'll eradicate. I'll eradicate. I don't mess with Rattatas, I'll eradicate. Only things in my space. You that type of race. You that type of race. In the game and not against the